raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Friday, February 23rd, six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Congratulations. You made it to Friday. Give yourself a big pat on the back. Do you ever wonder how we've survived this long as a nation? <laughs> I, I, like, seriously, given the genuinely mm-hmm. stupid, visionless mm-hmm. people who represent this country on all levels, have you ever wondered how we have survived this long as a society and actually done this well. You know, it's interesting you bring that up. I was just pondering that last night as I was watching a Ben Franklin documentary. You know, he's the only man to be on three very important documents, the Declaration of Independence, the uh, uh, peace agreement with England, and also the uh, Constitution. But uh, they were saying in that documentary that it was the Founding Fathers' goal, specifically Ben Franklin's goal, they never would have thought that the country would still have been around this long because his goal was just to be able to try the experiment. Right. And it, how shocked they would be that it's still going. You know, it truly is a um, pat on the back to the incredible people who have lived in this country who, despite being stymied by absolute morons who run society, have managed to make this country what it is today. It is truly a tribute to the just brilliant, wonderful, amazing people who have who have been a part of our society in this very fabulous, what do we call it, 240-ish year experiment now at this point. Mm-hmm. Because my goodness, Casey, mm-hmm. we have some just embarrassingly stupid people running our country. Well, it's either that or it's a recognition to how much the American people will tolerate. Yeah, and and by the way, I'd like to point out, I'm only ranting to begin the show because you said, man, I'm just not passionate about anything on the template today. No, I just, you know, there's some stories out there that are just, I I I wasn't loving it. Then allow me to lead, Casey, (laughs) and we won't get into full detail on this right now. We'll go into a little more detail later. But I'm in a, I'm a, you know, look, I'm just a glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I probably need to seek help and I probably need to have an intervention of, of well, some sort. Well, that's affirmative. Well, <laughs> I, I went to the, I don't know why I do this anymore. I just, it never ends well. And I just always feel worse about humanity. But I went, went to that Brownsburg Town Council meeting last night. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the back and I'm watching this unfold. And my, Glenn Adams, who is a good friend of mine, is up there, and he's a very intelligent person. But the other four up there on that dais, I mean, I'm watching this going, my goodness, this is the best a town of 30,000 people Mm -hmm. has to offer? Mm -hmm. Because in addition to being genuinely stupid, these four wizards of smart, no doubt men's and members in training, I mean, they're just totally visionless. The things they're saying, the things they're accepting from developers, like, it is just like, how, and, and then I extrapolate this. Look at who runs the state. Yeah. Look at who is the governor of the state of Indiana. Look at the look at who the Speaker of the House is. Look at who the pro tem of the Senate is. Then let's take it to Washington, D.C. Look at who the President of the United States is. How, how with these people... In communities and in states and running the country all across How the board. How we survived. Like if you were to, okay, let's take 50 governors, 50 states. Okay, DeSantis, mm-hmm. pretty sharp dude, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Abbott, probably kind of okay. A lot of people like Yunkin. Um, Yunkin's probably a reasonably intelligent human being. Mm -hmm. Gnome Gnome is probably all right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're struggling to get to five. (laughs) These are governors. Uh These are people. I mean, there was a time... um, you know, my my dear friend Jay Baker is an indie radio legend, you know, and kind of my mentor. And I used to have this conversation when I first made the grave mistake of getting involved in politics, that there was a time where where politics, the, the leaders of communities were once seen as people who were the most noble amongst us. And to go back to what you said about a Benjamin Franklin, you think about the brilliant how in 240 years have we devolved Mm -hmm. from thomas jefferson and ben franklin and george washington and james madison how have we devolved from that Mm -hmm. to the level of stupid that runs society all across the board it was only 240 years casey Mm -hmm. 240 years we have gone from ben franklin to eric holcomb that is incredible (laughs) that is incredible casey uh, yes, and Jim Merritt even said yesterday, you know, at one point politicians were revered. Yes. I mean, it, there was a, like, I, I just was sitting back there last night and the, uh, I was just watching this and it is like the level of untrustworthiness, the level of stupid, the level of uncreative. And it is like, I feel so bad for my good friend Glenn Adams because he has to sit up there with those four. And it is like, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he hasn't had a, he's only been to, you know, there for two months. And I'm just watching this, and it is like, we are screwed because Newsflash, the Brownsburg Town Council, and the the products and the people they're producing is not unique to Central Indiana. It's not unique to the state of Indiana. It's not unique to the country. Mm -hmm. Like, these are the people. These are the people that are making the choices. And somehow, Casey, somehow, we have sustained ourselves in spite, not because, imagine if we had good people making the choices. Imagine if we had someone decent in the governor's mansion uh, down the street from us, mm-hmm. you know, or at the state house. Imagine if we had people who actually had, who knew what was going on and had vision and actually put the people first. Imagine if those people were actually running society, how much we would thrive. Well, let's talk about your president really quick. Uh, His administration now going to impose a new slate of sanctions on more than 500 different targets uh, in Russia. This is in response to the death of uh, Alexei Navalny. And uh, this is on the eve of the uh, two-year invasion of Russia into Ukraine, right? And I bring this up, I bring this up because yesterday Biden was meeting with Navalny's widow, and I think we have a new Valvet. Oh, we we yeah, she probably has a hard to pronounce name, doesn't she? Uh, It's never like Sarah. It's it's Yulia. Yeah, okay, that's not Sarah. Right, that's not Sarah, but it's Yulia. It's not Jane. Right. Yulia? Yulia. Yulia. Yeah. That sounds like kind of a Russian name. And I I think with maybe a little practice, you could probably get that I mean, I've already got it right. Yulia. 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 Right. I've heard it for 20 seconds, and I'm getting it right. And what did our president call her? I bet he didn't call her Yulia. He did not. No. Number two, Jason. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. If I could just pass on a few words to the entire team in, uh, in two nope, machines nope, at Super Bad. That's a moon landing. <laughs> we landed on the moon, by the way. Wife and daughter. One thing I made that was made clear to me is that uh, Yolanda is gonna. She's gonna continue to. There it is. Did he call her Yolanda? He called her Yolanda. <laughs> so to your point, that's uh, that's who's leading the country. But Casey Miley. He's there's pictures of him hugging her. Yolanda. And he can't did, even get her name right. Did, look, my hearing is. I mean, after 22 years of having very loud things pumped into my ears on a daily basis, my hearing is not. What it once was. He did call her Yolanda, right? He did. One he did. thing I made that was made clear to me is that uh, Yolanda is going to, she's going to continue to. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm so glad that you played that because does that not just prove the rant that I just had? It, that's why we played it. To your point. That's the guy who's leading the country. He's, he's trying to make a point, going to impose sanctions on all of these uh, people, oligarchs in Russia trying to get back at Putin, and he's hugging the opposition's widow who was, you know, recently died, and he can't even get her name right. I just, uh, I fear for this country, Casey, and it's like I can't, you know I have a, a three-year plan to get out of that hellhole I live out on the west west side. You're going to move into one of the 224 apartments that are being <laughs> 264, built? 264, Casey, don't sell short. 264. And, and we'll go into detail on just that little charade that took place last night Mm -hmm. in a a little bit but um i I, just like i watch these things that are going on and i look at our society and i look at it as somebody who was once up there and the way i handled it and the it's just what who's gonna save us You think it's going to be the guy who was holding Nancy Pelosi's hand as they were walking across the tarmac together? With, you barely. Think, you think about walking? one of the, the great things about America has been that at times we have needed it the most. There's always been some white knight to ride to the rescue, whether it was from the inception, George Washington leading the Continental Army, then becoming the first president. Um, you want to, you know, head forward, whatever it would be, 70-ish years, Abraham Lincoln in the 1860s. Um, to a certain extent, you know, we saw FDR, at least on a military side, he was a complete disaster on a domestic front. And then, and then you know, extrapolate that for Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. We have always had that, that person. There have been other presidents who have done great things. But there's always been that person who has stood up and said, I will take America on my shoulders and I will be the visionary that this country needs that everybody else can run behind and run with and run on a platform of and have the same similar ideals and we will move America out of whatever muck and mire we are entrenched in. Where does that come from? Who is the next person? Because I don't see that person out there. Well, I think a lot of people think it's Donald Trump. Is it though? Didn't he have the opportunity? He thinks it's him. But he had the opportunity to be that. And while Trump was a, a decent president... Was he that? Was he a visionary the way the people that I had described and kind of how they re... I mean, look at what happened under Trump to America in 2020. Do you think if Reagan had been president, mm-hmm. COVID, that, that, that would have happened under President Reagan? I mean, I just... I fear... Now, Lincoln certainly would have done it. He jailed journalists and shut down newspapers, et cetera. But I just... 
I am so worried about the direction of this country, Casey. And you opened the door by saying, I'm not really passionate about anything on the template. And I said, well, I sure am. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we're going to move on, shall we? Yes. Okay, it's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Fed rate cut plans have reduced mortgage rates more than a full point and dropping. If you've been wanting to sell, now is the time. Maximize your home sales price with the agent and team. I recommend Mark Deedle. Maybe you're worried about settling for less money with a low-ball instant offer. Mark Deedle guarantees your home sold at a mutually agreed-upon price and deadline, or he will buy it. Listen to what Claire and Gary in Danville had to say about working with Mark Deedle. We were retiring and moving to Florida. Our home in Danville was on the market for almost a year with our previous agent. We hired Mark Deedle, and things got changed fast. We got an offer we thought we would never get, Mark and his team were a lifesaver. Call the agent I trust and recommend and the agent who guarantees your home sold or he'll buy it. Call Mark Deedle at 317-755-4232 for all the details or go online to markdeedle.com. That's Mark, D-I-E-T-E-L.com. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Here's something that'll make a lot of people happy. 21 minutes after 9 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So a bill was approved lifting a decades-long ban on happy hour in the great state of Indiana. That happened this week, House Bill 1086. It's now going to allow restaurants to sell alcoholic beverages for reduced prices during designated parts of the day. So, okay. So um, this is a great opportunity to point out how corrupt government is and what a stranglehold (laughs) on common sense government has. Because this has been going on since the mid-80s, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. And so you have- Since 1985. So you have a product in Indiana, which for 40 years has been legal, alcohol. Mm Mm-hmm. There, you, if you, but you have to get a license to sell the legal product. So this product's legal, mm-hmm. but you have to have a license to sell this legal product. And if you get a license to sell this legal product, we're going to limit how you can sell the legal product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are still restrictions on happy hour, by the way. Does that, no, wait, 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 before we go to, does that make any sense to anyone? Because how I just described it is accurate on what it is. A legal product that only select people can sell if they're blessed by the government. And if you're blessed by the government to sell this legal thing, then we're going to dictate when and where you can sell the legal thing if we give you the golden ticket to the... uh, Right, which you have to apply for. (laughs) And then you have to pay for the license. Jason, you worked in the uh, alcohol-serving industry for for, uh, quite a while in various shape, forms, and fashions. That's what we called it. (laughs) That's... uh, those alcohol, those liquor licenses are like gold, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. You can't just open up a bar, as everybody knows. You've you've got to find that golden ticket, find mm-hmm. somebody that went bankrupt and needs the money. 
<laughs> which you know after COVID was quite a you know wasn't too bad in Indiana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could you could find one. So, but think so. Think about that. You you and it is Jason. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's often um, a level of connection, or um, l- I guess I'll do air quotes luck here based on who gets those mm-hmm. liquor licenses, right? Right. right. I mean, it's it- oh yeah, it, it, it's all fair above board. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I've never applied for one, but I've I've been told that it's pretty fair. Yeah. And- Everybody gets an equal shot. Yeah, at it. right. So I'll, I'll bring us full circle. They've got this legal product that only select people get to uh, sell. Conveniently, it just always seems to maybe be a select group of people that often end up with the ability to sell the thing. Mm-hmm. And then, if you get the luck, the luck to be able to sell the thing, mm-hmm. then. We're going to dictate when and where you can sell and how you can sell the thing. Right, and the, the terms to it. Just, just For example, government. You, you can't do carry-out drinks. There's specific hours of the day which you're allowed to do happy hour now. And you have to have uh, $500,000 worth of liquor liability insurance to get that permit. This is all so stupid, and we allow this. So, theme of the show, right? What did we talk about first segment? Second segment, how stupid this all is. Does that make any sense to anyone? Does that make any sense to anyone, what we have just described to you? Likely due to Rob's shenanigans and broad ripples. Like, people can't control themselves. They're right. trying to it's lift his the, fault. the parking garage arm and everything. So, we're going to have to put some restrictions in because of Rob. Blame it all on him. Okay, so, uh, Kid Rock was on the Joe Rogan show the other day and they were talking about this all ties together they were of course talking about Bud Light and Joe Rogan was asking him what it's like to be the guy who took out Bud Light because you remember that video of Kid Rock shooting up the Bud Light Um, he says that he has since made up with the Bud Light people the Anheuser-Busch people but yet he's still not going to take their money although he will drink their beer and at the end of the day, I was like, guys, I don't feel right taking your money. I was like, I go, we can continue the conversation, see where it ends up. But honestly, I don't want any corporate deals. I don't feel right. There's not a penny on earth that could make me change who I am or have people look at me in a different way. Right. Right? Even even though it's probably half the country at this point that yeah. likes me and another half wants to put a bullet in me. Like, <laughs> I understand that. There's no like, ah, he's okay. <laughs> right. I've destroyed that. <laughs> There's no, get rocks okay. <laughs> it's either and hate that kid. Or, or I love that dude. Yeah, I'll take yeah. a bullet for him. Yeah. But, you know, we, we still talk. And That's a better place to be, honestly. And like I said, you know what I mean? They f***ed up. And when you get to the, the grassroots of it, that's what they did. And there's so many people at, at, that work for that company, and you know all the stuff they've done. We don't have to be mm-hmm. a broken record here. It's a great company. Right. And they've I'm done like, amazing things. Anheuser-Busch is an amazing charitable con- company that they do a lot of great things. Yeah, and I dug into that, and I was educated on it. Um, even before Dana called me about his deal and things like that, you know, people discussed with me, you know, I did a little digging and talked to people and I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, they got the message. Like I'm, I'm not yeah. someone who holds a f-ing grudge his whole life. You know what I mean? And so here's the God, thing. He, was, he, he does seem like someone who holds a grudge his whole and, life, doesn't he? He really needs to, I get it. He's on a podcast, but good job, Jason. There was yeah, a lot of swear job. words in there. Can, I, was, way, I was sweating now. I had my finger on the dub button. Good there, for you. Go, yeah. can, can we point out real quick? This is Jason's last day with us. Is Kevin back on Kevin's Monday? Kevin's back. Well, maybe we'll see. Yeah. I well, mean, 
have haven't you, heard from Kevin. Have you se- heard from Kevin? Not heard from Kevin in several days. No. Um, but Jason, what a great job Jason has done. He has uh, done a great job. And Jason has actually raised the bar because let's face it, Kevin had kind of lowered. Let's face it, Kev was kind of half-assing it these past couple months. Do you think it's fair to talk about Kevin while he's not here? Oh, totally. He can't defend himself. I would himself. expect you to do it to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, Jason has done a great job and... Uh, uh, very wonderful, and we've been very lucky to have him. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got to get you updated on the news. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. It is 932. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You got something that you wanted to talk about? Well, tweet? I saw this. Somebody tweeted at me, at Robin Kendall on Twitter. Casey's over at uh, Casey Daniels 317. Uh, on Twitter, and I just thought, man, this is perfect because this is everything we have been telling you w- about what's going on at the state house and the people running for public office as it relates to the issue that you, the public, have identified as the number one issue. Mm-hmm. According is, to those surveys. Right. Now, don't take our word for it. That's the the senators sent out surveys. Those surveys were released, and overwhelmingly, mm-hmm. according to Nikki Kelly at the Capitol Chronicle, property taxes were the number one issue. Yep. And we've been telling you for two years now, it's not that they can't fix the property tax issue, which you are clearly demanding that the lawmakers fix, fix the problem they've created. They don't want to fix the issue because they fear local government people more than you. And here is a phenomenal example. So this is why, like, when, when I get got sideways with Curtis Hill over the property tax thing, and said, I really kind of want to like that guy and want to not only vote for him, but, like, support him and lean into supporting him because I think Curtis would be really good on a lot of things. Can't do it yet because... He didn't have an answer for property taxes. Nope, he said he wanted to look into it. The number one issue, we've heard it for two years. Mm-hmm. It's in these you know, sur- citizen surveys that are coming back, and nobody has an answer for it. Curtis doesn't have an answer for it. Suzanne certainly didn't have an answer for it. Doden didn't have an answer for it. Braun has no answer for it. He it was totally flippant in the beginning, and then people started giving him the business, and then he came with some, on Hammer and Nigel, some mealy mouth bizarro non-answer. Chambers I haven't heard word one from. So you you have none of these people that are talking about the issue. How is that possible, Casey? Because they're not listening. That's got to be it, right? And they're Or they're not, and it comes back to what we talked about earlier. Visionless people. Our country is run by visionless people. And it's going to take vision, and it's going to take a backbone of steel to solve the property tax problem. Because number one, it's going to take a backbone for somebody to look at the local governments and go, you people are totally out of control again, which is why the property taxes were put in place to begin with, because the local governments were out of control and couldn't be trusted. And once again, local governments are back to being out of control and can't be trusted. That's number one. Number two, it's going to take a vision because you got to get the assessment issue under control, or you've got to say we're getting out of the assessment game, which is best because people shouldn't be taxed on something they're not monetizing right and so i got this uh tweet from from a listener and he said at the county gop breakfast our state rep and senator were there question on property taxes response was indiana is one of the lowest property tax states around first of all that's categorically untrue Mm -hmm. we just revealed uh, a couple days ago wallet hub did a big study on this yep right in the middle it's uh we're at 21 yeah we're the 21st best so you're not one of the lowest around and especially when you factor in all the other taxes that they've raised, et cetera, since the property tax caps were put in place. Everybody needs to remember, 
it wasn't like they just did some big cut to local governments, schools primarily. Remember, when they capped the property taxes, they raised your sales tax to pay teachers. So they really just shifted taxes. They didn't even lower taxes to begin with. So now you have the sales tax increases and the enhancement in property taxes. But this is a reminder, the Republicans do not care. The Republican Party has knows what the number one issue to you is. They know you're hurting. They know elderly people and fixed income people are about to have to make very hard choices on whether they can afford to stay in their homes for something they're not even monetizing. And they are publicly telling you, no, it doesn't matter that you're hurting. No, it doesn't matter that this is the number one issue to you. We don't care. And the only way people are going to care, and again, I come back to this, and everybody knows I love the guy and, and, and think the world of him, but this is why the Micah thing is so important for Lieutenant Governor. Because Micah Beckwith will absolutely, if he goes in there without debate, without discussion, make property tax reform a center part of the GOP platform and discussion in 2025. If they don't want to do it, he will have a bully pulpit mm -hmm. to continue to tell people how they're letting you down. But none of these governor candidates, other than Jamie, Jamie Rittenauer, kind of had some ideas on it that were interesting. You know who does have ideas on it? Donald Rainwater. Donald Rainwater has specific plans on how to, isn't that pathetic? The libertarian guy who's the libertarian, the likely libertarian nominee for governor, has more of a plan to address the issue that is number one to Republican voters than any of these Republicans do. So is this a case of these uh, people just are not connecting with the voters or they're not listening or it's too much of a project to get into? They just don't want to deal with it. And why is that representative who said that Indiana has one of the lowest property taxes in the country? Why are they saying that? Like, we don't have the ability to research that information and put it out there that no, we actually don't. We rank 21. Well, our theme for the show today, as we started with, is uh, stupid, <laughs> lazy, and visionless. Mm -hmm. And whether it's local governments, like that hellhole I live in on the west side, Warehouseburg, or it's the state house, or it's the federal government. Stupid, lazy, and visionless. In order to fix the property tax issue, you can't be any of those things. You have to be smart. You have to know the, the how the lay of the, the land and how to be able to yet provide basic vital services yet get the excessive ridiculous government you know under uh, under wraps you can't be lazy you're going to have to fight you're going to have to work you're going to educate constituents you're going to have to educate people so that they say little johnny isn't going to be at risk of dying in a hallway of an active shooter if we don't you know have these out of control property taxes or little johnny will still be able to learn to read if we don't have these out of control property taxes it's it is and visionless you have to have the vision on how you're going to do it and sell it to people and you know what all that stuff involves casey it involves work it involves work. It involves getting off your ass and actually putting effort in for people. And these guys don't want to do it, and it's our fault because we don't make them do it. It is 939. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the vice president was in Grand Rapids yesterday. She was talking about abortion access, and she was claiming that it would be lost under a second Trump term. So you could tell right away what her goals are. But while she was there, I thought this was kind of interesting. She was very uninterested in answering questions that weren't from pre-selected <laughs> reporters and she had note cards in front of her and you can actually hear it she's done talking and then her handler says okay press can leave the room now 
before we take more questions. Check this out. We look forward to continuing the conversation, but this does conclude our press uh, portion of the dialogue. So we'll ask the press to leave the room and we'll continue the So The press can leave the room and then we'll continue the dialogue. Isn't that just so revealing about, uh, you know, I, I've seen this happen many, many times in um, like with elected officials. I've had this before. I'll, I'll talk to you off the record. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk to you off. The, what do you mean you'll talk to me off, off the, the record? record? Now, if you have some. Right. What is that? If you're a source in a story, that's totally understandable. And that happens quite a bit. But you're not being a source in a story. You're an elected official. She's there at a public event. Yes. Promoting her narrative, her talking points, things that she wants to happen, yet she's not going to talk to the press until, what? She's not going to talk to anybody, leave the room, and then we'll continue the dialogue. Right, because it's harder to manipulate if you have to do it in public, Casey. (laughs) There you go. Right, that's the answer. There you go. Okay, so, um, you know, she's, the borders are, you remember that? That's right, she's doing a heck of a job. Right. Heck of a job. Uh, But she did have some... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she had some time to go shopping. And so I know you want to know what I bought. So you want to know that I got the George Clinton doll. Does everybody know who George Clinton is? Do you know P-Funk? No. Okay, well, there is lessons to be taught. Like Bootsy Collins. Anybody know who Bootsy Collins is? Okay, so there's some education that needs to be done. I can see that. Um, I got a Miles Davis album and then um, a couple of cards. So she's giving you everything that she bought while she was in Grand Rapids. You know, Pri- I, priorities. I uh, Bootsy. <laughs> We're here to educate. It's actually it's kind of okay. So, this is what your vice president is doing. Rather than visiting the southern border or working on things, it's uh, I've long thought this be I thought this long before I got into politics and government, and then once I did, it was just magnified by a million. I used to sit around, it's part of the reason I had to get out of it because it was just thrown in my face on a daily, hourly, minute by minute basis. You look at the people that are like the power that someone like Kamala Harris has. I mean, she's an idiot, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is why she needed note cards. If, if you if to you, talk to the press, if you met her working at a department store, Before kicking them out, you would ask for someone else to please help you because I mean there is no way she would give you any sort of decent customer service. And yet, whether it's Kamala, I mean, just look at the list. Look at Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. Look at this endless list of people who have attained this immense wealth and power. And why are more people angry about that, that people who you are in listener land, infinitely smarter than these people, infinitely harder workers, and yet we just kind of accept that these are the people that make the choices. And that goes back to the point we made in our very first uh, break when we were talking right at 9 o'clock was this is what we have. Yes. It's what we're tolerating. Yes. That's that's what it is. Yeah. That's how much we're tolerating. 100%. Yeah. It is Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. 
have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. minutes away from 10 it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC did you watch the game last night Rob which one the IU women's basketball game no Casey I didn't you know why I didn't because it was on Peacock and you don't have that I do have the Peacock I didn't watch the game because and we'll get to this in a little bit Mm -hmm. I was busy uh just subjecting myself Mm -hmm. to just unimaginable torture of having to attend the uh, Brownsburg Town Council meeting last night. And I just, uh, look, if I didn't know it made them so miserable for them to have to listen to me speak for six minutes every two weeks, I'd stop going. (laughs) But at this point, I mean, my goal is to get out of there as fast as I possibly can. But Mm -hmm. in the meantime, I just want to make them as miserable as I possibly can and point out to everyone who hears this voice. Now, some people say there's no one listening. Some people say there's tens of thousands of people listening. Whichever one it is, zero or tens of thousands, just to point out to as many people as possible to stay away from Brownsburg. If you own a business, don't go there. If you want to build something, don't go there. If you want to buy a house, don't go there because those people don't care about you at all. No, I didn't watch the game last you night. You did not watch the game last night. I didn't watch the game last night either because I don't have the Peacock and I wasn't ready you to. You really? Yeah, I wasn't It's re- $5.99 a month, Casey. Listen, I wasn't ready to add another streaming service to pay for it. That I is, figured I could just watch the highlights on the internet. With the amount of money you make, that is two minutes of work. <laughs> Two minutes of work? You can't just do two minutes a month? I love how you exaggerate. Two minutes a month? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, but I'm shocked you don't have that because you're such a Notre Dame football fan. Yeah, you'd think that I would, And I think there's a couple of games each year that are Mm -hmm. on the Peacock-only experience. Yeah. I actually think Peacock, for all the stream price per service. You think it's the best one? I think Peacock is the best, and it's not even close. So, uh, the IU, or not IU, the Iowa women's team has seen an increase of 162% in their average sold ticket price for home and regular games uh, compared to last year since Caitlin Clark. Uh, The average ticket price has increased 207% since she joined the team in 2020. I knew she wasn't going to beat uh, Pistol Pete record last night but she, she, yes that's correct she's she's getting closer uh okay. she was 99 points away okay but again four games left look this is not even a not even a close by the way did you see how much tickets were going for to the iu game last night yeah it was, it was it, like over 200 dollars, and the line was really really long and i don't think those were for good seats casey yeah they, they were sold out uh really yeah <laughs> you don't say <laughs> yeah i think that's the premise of this segment mm-hmm. uh here is let's just cut the crap with the Pistol Pete Caitlin Clark comparison. You don't okay? think she'll make it? Pistol Pete? No, it's not whether she makes it or not. Mm-hmm. It's about whether these two things are even comparable. Number one, Pistol Pete only played three years because mm-hmm. freshmen didn't play when Pistol Pete was at LSU. And number two, there wasn't a three-point line. Pistol Pete would have scored mm. 9 million points. Gotcha. Now, Pistol Pete was a ball hog. He was a terrible teammate. They didn't win while he was there. Mm-hmm. But all of that aside, these two things 
are not remotely comparable. These are not the same. Okay, so uh, Kaylin Clark, she's averaging 32 points per game, but last night, uh, IU held her to only 24 points. And I, I am, uh, I kind of view Caitlin Clark the way I view Taylor Swift. I'm just overhearing about her. Mm-hmm. Are you? Well, she's a she's a flopper and a whiner, and it's like every game, the whole thing centers on her mm-hmm. and if you're and they shut her down i mean look granted she's the best player and but if you go to a like a, a men's basketball game um i'm thinking about like iu during their heyday so calbert cheney i don't know if he still is he was the all-time leading scorer in the big 10 played for bob knight in the early 90s all those great teams went to a final four went to the lead eight calbert cheney was I, I think he still may be the all-time leading scorer in the big 10 when you would watch an iu game in the in the mid 90s of course, they're going to mention and and have a lot of coverage of Calvert Cheney. He was their best player. He was the all-time leading scorer in the Big Ten. But the whole game wasn't about Calvert Cheney. They were still talking about the other players. IU has a ton of good players. Mm-hmm. And the whole broadcast almost is about Caitlin Clark. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of seeing her. I'm sick of hearing about her. And clearly, yeah. IU Got her number. <laughs> yeah, they did. They shut her down. I would love to hear from somebody who went to that game. 317-684-8444 is the number. Of course, I... You... Don't you have fatigue of hearing about this woman at this point? Well, you know what? Here's where I am. I like to see, uh, you know women be successful in sports and that's what she's doing i think she's elevating the game she's elevating awareness of the game and i the thing i really want i just want her to be normal like i want to be able to root for someone and i just want them to be that normal. that wasn't the question i asked you though i your honor i asked the witness to answer the question no i'm not sick of hearing about really it. no oh, the commercials and everything and the whole game i is just about- said i'm supporting women in sport but you can still support there were there's nine other women on the court at any given time, Casey. Wouldn't yeah. you like to support them? Yes. Yes. Okay, but you can't because it's all about her. <laughs> 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, uh, rising tide raises no! all boats. She's rising her own tide in her own boat. She doesn't care about any other the boats in the ocean. The boats could be sinking. <laughs> People could be drowning. And it would all be about her. And they're just throwing her it's, a life jacket, nobody the, else? It's the same thing with Taylor Swift. If it had been, hey, uh, music star Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. She goes to the games. We show her once a game. If he scores a touchdown, cool, fine, mm-hmm. whatever. But when it becomes 8, 9, 10, 15, 20 times a game, yeah, I'm going to turn against you because that's overexposure and that's gross. Yeah, and I think, by the way, that Taylor Swift knows that she's overexposed. She seems to be having a much lower profile recently. Did you hear, And I, you know what? I kind of think we should wait until Kevin comes back, but I can't. We've got to talk Uh-oh. about this. Uh, Red Lobster in trouble. Do you remember we had that conversation? Red Lobster's in trouble. Do you remember we had the conversation, the all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet? Yes. And Kevin was like, oh, I'm going to go. And then he wimped out, didn't and he? And then he never went. Because yeah, um, you offered to go with him, right? I did. But they're they're dropping it, clearly, because of the huge, deep losses that the yeah. company uh, sustained because of that. They're still trying to dig out of it. They're citing a $19 million loss because of the all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet. Okay. And they're switching it now. They're trying something different. Uh-oh. They're going to do an all-you-can-eat lobster buffet. Oh, that sounds even more expensive. I would think so. Jason, you've worked in the uh, drink service slash food service industry, and now it's not really <laughs> We've established a, that. Yes, yes the yes, size yes, of yes. the—I uh, didn't think we are going to get to that mentioned twice in the first hour, but— um, 
it wasn't any place the size of a red lobster, but do do not as formal either, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh yeah, not quite the menu selection either. Did you but, have Cheddar Bay biscuits? But the uh <laughs> the um don't organizations, bars, restaurants, et cetera, do this because it's like a loss leader. Like, we know we're going right. to lose on you, but if you buy enough drinks or other people don't engage in this thing, we'll make money off them and it'll come out ahead. It's like the eight ninety nine dollars uh, strip dinner at the uh, at, at the Gentleman's Club. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. strip steak is yeah. what I meant to say. You're, yeah. the, the club is losing money on that, but you're going to – they're banking on you're going to spend enough money – elsewhere mm-hmm. yes, tipping the yes. staff generously absolutely that you'll make it back so apparently red lobster was not able to loss leader with this no if they're pulling the plug on it they are in june of last year they said that this is going to be a permanent menu item and they throughout the course of the last six months of last year they kept raising the price of it twenty dollars twenty two dollars twenty five dollars <laughs> And they were hoping that it would generate some new traffic, but it did not. And they took a huge loss on it. And then starting this week, this past week, and this is a while supplies last, yeah. they're doing this promotion where 150 people, 150 nationwide, are going to have a chance for Red Lobster's all-you-can-eat lobster. And they start out with main lobster, and you get, like, 15 lobsters but then they switch it to caribbean can you can we come back to something for a second so you said it got up to 25.99 at one point mm -hmm. what is a piece of shrimp called like how much shrimp would you have to eat to break even a lot what does what does a shrimp an individual shrimp i'm not in the shrimp market now i get that there's various degrees of shrimp like a saint elmo shrimp is probably going to cost more than uh, a red lobster, uh, shrimp? Uh, Denny's shrimp, mm-hmm. right? Or, or, or yes, but I'm gonna guess red lobster is probably a little bit higher end food than say a Denny's. I wonder what for your own money, what would the break even <laughs> point be? How many shrimp you would have to actually eat in order to say I got my money's worth? I think you should test that theory. You should go to Costco, oh, no. buy a big bag of oh, the frozen no. shrimp. No. And then price it out. Uh, this is a lot of shrimp, and I have a very small freezer, Casey. Do you even eat shrimp? You seem like a type of guy who doesn't do seafood. I actually beat Hammer in a shrimp-eating contest oh. in this very studio several years ago. Very good. Uh, and it wasn't even close. I, I, I'm actually a shrimp fan. Okay. Hey, we've got Mark Rutherford joining us next. Yes, he's gonna have the. Uh, he's gonna kind of educate us on these complaints against Gabriel Whitley and how much trouble Gabe. Could be in. All right, that's on the way from 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.